Welcome to the Maine Outdoor Enthusiast Podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Mark. So, tis the season. Well, it's getting close. Preseason. Yeah, yeah, the days are getting shorter. Days are getting shorter. Yeah, bear baiting will start here in uh, just a few days. I think the 1st of August, uh, bear baiting starts, so. It's kind of that time of year you start thinking about. Yeah. About deer hunting. Even though we're, what, four months away? Yeah. Five months away? Three. Yeah. It's funny how just like a light switch, you all of a sudden start. We're almost in August, August, uh, September, and October. And then deer season starts the uh, last of October. Yeah. So So I think we're going to talk a little bit about deer scouting, preseason stuff. Yeah. And is deer scouting in northern Maine necessary to be successful? I think we're going to kind of touch on that. What's your thought? Well, yeah, probably not necessary to be successful, but it's uh, it's enjoyable. First, can, first can, and foremost, it's fun to get yeah, out and scout. Yeah, it can be. Uh, it scratches an itch. Yeah, exactly. You, it, yeah. You want some reason to get out and do something deer related. Yeah. You can't hunt. Yeah. So why not poke around in the woods a little bit and see what's yeah. there? Yeah, that's always uh, that's always fun. Yeah. To, to get out and get in the woods and maybe set some cameras up or. Uh, you know, check some cameras yeah. if you've had them out. and uh, Which we pretty much do just for fun. Yeah, for fun. Yeah. 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 We pretty much know where we're going to hunt the uh, when deer season starts and stuff. And So usually, so. I guess, so the, the purpose behind scouting is most people, you're trying to locate bucks. Yeah. Get an understanding of deer behavior. So yeah. a lot of people, I mean, try to pattern deer. Where they're traveling, where they're feeding, where they're bedding. Right you know, travel corridors, stuff like that. Um, or maybe a certain buck. Or a certain buck. Yeah. The problem in northern Maine, where there's big woods, is you can't really pattern deer. No. And uh, and where we hunt, Paul, the... Uh, there's no feeding areas. There's no bedding areas. No. And it, and it changes so much from, from where the deer are going to be in... Just over the course of the season. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. or even early, and you're right, even early in the season to late in the season. I mean, we've actually seen it so that when you get to the end of November on a, if we've had a a cold, snowy November, the the deer can be pretty much vacated from our area. Pretty much gone from it, completely. They're a a migratory animal where we hunt, and uh, they travel a pretty good distance to get to the yards. Yeah. How far have they been documented traveling? Well, actually, I think I've talked to people like 40 miles, but I think there was one that was 100 miles, say, yeah. they had uh, documented. So that, it, that's a long ways yeah. over the course of a, yeah. well, a month or so. Yeah. From the beginning of November, depending on yeah. when the snow flies, to yeah. to the end of November. I, pers- I mean, personally, my my most successful hunts tend to be when I don't really have a hard, fast plan. Right. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like a lot of my successful hunts were days that I was like, just on a whim. Maybe you went someplace new. And you kind of roll with it. And, and you yeah. don't, because once there's snow on the ground, it, it could be anywhere that I end up yeah. hunting. We could be yeah. driving into a spot and there's yeah. a nice buck track. And I'm, I'm yeah. going to take that. I, I, I don't know where he's going. I don't know. Maybe it's an area yeah. that I have no idea about. Um, so scouting in a scenario like that 
had basically zero effect right on my success you think of a deer that we shot it's muzzleloader week 2015 i think it was yeah and that was last day of muzzleloader yeah we went to a totally new spot just on a I don't, yeah. I don't know if you saw some deer sign driving through there. I didn't. I, I don't that remember fall. ever having really hunted there. and We just kind of headed off into a new area. Yeah. And there was a fairly good volume of deer going across one section. It was a trail, trail, a deer trail. And went down in, picked up a buck track. And yeah. Well, actually, up, I, he come across the road. And uh, we thought it was fairly fresh. And, and we went on it and for right from the road. And, uh, and you ended up shooting it. So. Yeah. And uh, a few hours later, and that was just on. Oh yeah, that that area. Now we (laughs) since then we've hunted there and shot shot several deer there. Shot a number of deer in that same area, but that was the first time, and we were just traveling. And I remember going down and going over the tracks, and oh, you know, that's quite a few deer tracks right there, and backing the truck up and getting out and looking at them and saying, you know, it looked like a pretty good track, and and. and uh looked like it was fairly fresh so we went on it and you got it yeah he it was 180 pound deer eight pointer yeah it had a broken mean beam yeah he was kind of all messed up yeah there was there was a lot of sign down there yeah you've got that on video rubs. too that i do yeah that was a unique hunt and we talked we've told the story before but you know we get down in there and and he was rubbing several trees yeah I remember there were several several rubs yeah and then he kind of started making a beeline right out of the area yeah and then we see what we were 90% certain were his tracks coming back on his tracks. Yeah. And he'd done a, an about face. Yeah. Didn't go very far and met up with a doe. So he yeah. must have caught wind of her. Yeah. And went right to her. Yeah. That was the end of it. Yeah. That was game over. Yeah. yeah that was a fun hunt. That was the last day of the year. But yeah, so I mean, scouting had, I mean, zero to do with with that hunt and a lot of the good deer that i've shot it was sometimes you'll get like remember there was a buck on camera and it was a big eight pointer yeah and we'd had cameras up in this area for quite a while and he just randomly showed up yeah I, i'm not sure which uh i know never, there was one that had a split ear his left ear no, no, was no, that giant eight pointer remember i was down at school and I was driving up the oh, night before. Yes. To get to camp. Oh, yeah. yeah. We went out that morning, and that night, that yeah. buck had come through. That was a big... Yeah. Well, it's funny you that mentioned that. Buck. I shot a deer right there. Yeah. I shot a deer early in the season, r- real early. And I had told you I thought I was going to because here's a, here's a situation where scouting did work. I set up that camera on a uh, on a scrape. Yep. I, and in the course of a... And I think it was the week before deer season i checked the the uh sd card and there were so many and most of them young bucks but there which was, meant that it was a good winner yeah there was so bucks, many huh? bucks that were on the scrape and i had i had called you and told you that uh there was a good chance we would shoot a yeah, deer there because yeah. there was and i ended up doing just that just i, I think that night you told me like i'm gonna shoot a deer tomorrow yeah i did I did, and I wasn't fussy. I, you know, I was going to shoot any legal deer, and uh, and uh, I shot. Did you shot a, him running? I think it was, uh, you were coming up yes, to a cut. He, no, he he was running in that cut. Yeah, that uh, that trail camera was set up on a skid trail, right down on the edge of the cut, almost into the cut, 
and he was into the cut. And uh, he was running when I shot him. Yeah, we had no snow. No snow. I don't think we had snow at all that year, did we? Yeah. I don't know about later in the year, but I know at that time, that was early in the season, there was no snow. He was a five-pointer, and an interesting thing, he was a five-pointer. He was a big deer. And he weighed 175 dressed, and he was a year and a half old. Yeah. 175 pounds. That that deer had the genetics to be a really big buck. I'll have to to find the picture of it and put it up, because it's a little tiny rack, and the deer beside you looks huge yeah he was uh and uh, you had it aged too yeah i had it aged they it pulled a heat. tooth at the tagging station and it, so. it aged at a hundred a year and a half so. 175 pounds 175 pounds a year and a half that's and that's yeah. completely dressed out can you imagine so. when he was four and a half yeah he would have yeah he smokes. had the genetics to be a, a really really big big buck yeah yeah so yeah. some people might say well why didn't you let it uh <laughs> let it go and let him well uh. he he uh he probably never would have made it. The chances him nope. making it to four and a half up here where we were hunting is almost zero. It's roll of dice. Yeah, is almost zero. So, so yeah, that's an that's an instance where you know getting out and doing some preseason stuff kind of helped. But that was you know no snow, right, right, bare ground. It definitely will come in handier then. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part. Um, Spend, at least for me, spending time yeah. being really analytical about everything and trying to formulate yeah. some sort of master plan right. on how I'm going to get one particular deer or yeah. it just, it never. No, we it, know. <clears throat> sometimes I think, sometimes I think you can get too cerebral about it. Yeah. You, your, your own mind can get yeah. in the way of things. And if you're just easy going. And I think yeah. Lanny Benoit had it, had it down. He would always say, "You just got to be an easygoing guy. You yeah. just got to go out and laid back person, laid back, and and yeah. uh, just kind of go with the flow." And yeah, I think his his personality aligned with that quite yeah. well. And he was a really good, really good deer hunter. Yeah, one well, of still one, one of the best ever still for is. sure. And as far as yeah, northeast tracking and stuff, he was. You said he's gonna shoot one. He was saying he's gonna yeah, shoot I him? saw I saw a podcast there. He he said he's lost some weight and he uh he's in I fighting think he form. said I think he said he wanted to shoot one with maybe a Woodman Arms muzzle okay. loader and he lost twenty five pounds and, and and Lanny now he's well into his seventies, I think yeah, mid seventies now. That's crazy. Yeah. So we'll oh, see good, good we'll see him. if that pans out and I'll I'll love to find out and watch the video if he does, yeah. if he is successful. I'd love to see the video. Which I'm sure there will be because he wanted somebody to carry that's, a camera on it. So that's good to have someone still, still deer yeah. hunting in their in their seventies yeah. and doing it that way. Yeah, not just driving around or yeah. sitting on a stand. I'm sure he'll be looking for a smoking fresh track. Yeah, it's going to be in his favor. Yeah, he, for you sure. Know, he doesn't want to go on a on a. I don't think he's going to want to go on a twelve mile uh, no. jaunt. So. So, I mean, we put out cameras, and we'll start yeah. here pretty soon. you got one out right now. I, I have one out, and I've got to get a few more. I've got to buy a few. I only have I only own two now. So, What are you using for? Uh, wild Game Innovations, and they are not uh, they are not high-tech cameras. They're not uh, the cellular cameras, uh, which are popular now. Well, you know, and it's funny. I kind of want to touch on cell cams, so talking about preseason scouting and, and using stuff. You know, I'm not... 
I like technology for certain things, but I'm not a fan of no cell cams. There's something about so the whole point, at least for me, for preseason scouting, is to kind of get me out in the woods. Right, right. Get me outside. It's a time of year when fishing's slow. Right. Uh, I want a reason to to be out in the woods doing something and be somewhat productive. And you know, cell. There's something about you know putting a camera out and then sitting at home, checking yeah. your camera, and seeing you know you yeah from the yeah. comfort of your. I agree. You can go a little too far. That uh... and I see people doing it. You know, like they'll be at work and during hunting season, get a notification that a deer went through. I don't yeah. know. It just kind of, I mean, teach their own. Yeah. You know, you can do whatever you want, but I. We know we're we're going to set the trail cameras. Oh, yeah. We, we set them up there every year and. Uh, we may every now and then maybe try a new spot. Yeah. There's going to be deer there. Yeah. There's going to be deer. But if there's, uh, and, and what we'll do is if we, if we see a, a buck or whatever, maybe a nice buck that's showing up on the camera regular we we may hunt that spend area spend early. some more time early but usually know. it's you know wait waiting for some snow and then once there's snow just heading out yeah and kind of sometimes then, sometimes it's a it's a crapshoot just trying yeah something new and yeah. sometimes in between from where you're starting to where you're planning on going you come across right a nice buck track and you bail yeah. out. It's yeah. just really, it's very dynamic. Oh, absolutely. Very fluid. Yeah. Um, you look at it, you look at where he's going, when he went, you know, when he went across. Maybe there's another road. Go check um, out, see if he's come out the backside of, uh, because it's all blocks of wood yeah. where we hunt. There's no big woods. It's all blocks. And it, I mean, Well, it's big woods as a, as as a, a whole, hole, but it's fragmented. It's fragmented with lots of logging. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's no... When there's no snow, you know, that's when some scouting may come in handy. But even yeah. then, you know, I, I don't have a lot of time to no. to really scout. And then you, there's, you, you can't pattern no. the deer. So it's, and, and you can't get so analytical about it. It's, you know, like, oh, I've got a, I've got a plan, a rock solid plan. And this is how, right. This is how it's going to unfold because my God, they bed where they want to bed. They eat where they want to eat. Yeah. And they... They go and, where, where they want to go. Yeah. And if probably one of the biggest things is, at least the areas we hunt, if, man, if you can find a pocket of does yeah. that are hanging out and staying put, there'll yeah. be bucks tracking them. Yeah. And I've, I've tracked a lot of deer that, especially if there's a kind of a few pockets of does that are staying put, not migrating into the area, they'll kind of have this big loop. That they do, because remember, I shot a nice buck back in, must have been 09. It was 09. There uh, weren't many deer 08. that year. No, we had 09. We had two bad winters back to back. And uh, the days that I tracked, I'm pretty sure the same deer, three days in a row, he kind of had the same same tendency. Travel but, route. You know, you got some pockets of does here and there that are staying put. That'll kind of keep the bucks in that area. But once they start to move out right the bucks are gonna move out yeah. they're gonna they're looking for yeah they're looking for a lady friend yeah so they're gonna haul them pull them right out of there and we yeah. see that like, like you were just talking about earlier when we get cold and snow early on yeah they some some of the bucks migrate a long ways to and the to winter and the thing with that 
fall. And late. then it kind of ruins your yeah they your season. They migrate so early now. It, it, when the snow first, if we just a little snow, they start thinking about moving. Yeah. You know, yeah. it well, doesn't they, have to be a lot of snow. It, it or really cold, is it? But they start yeah. moving when the when the snow starts coming. They start moving. So and it's funny you get on those migration trails when they're really migrating out of the area, and uh, the only sets of deer tracks that you'll see going the opposite direction, yeah, are usually a buck track. Right. They're, yeah, the does are headed south, and they <laughs> oftentimes they they don't come back. No, they're all headed south. So no, we joke. You'll see. It looks like there's thousands of deer in the area yeah because there's so many deer tracks crossing these migration trails and they're all going one direction yeah and you think eventually there's going to be the last one go by here yeah (laughs) the last one that leaves the area yeah uh, till springtime so uh, another thing that this time of year that you know you kind of want to get in the in the zone for things is i start going through gear a little bit yeah that's it's fun start going through stuff that i Maybe need to replace um, stuff that I don't use anymore. Yeah, and kind of just kind of clean things up. Because I'll be honest, I, I've my packs are basically the way I left them from last right last year season. Yeah, there's still wrappers in them. There's still yeah spruce needles, pine needles yeah. all through them. So, and yeah. matter of fact, I just bought something that came the other day. And we'll see what it is. Sure, of course I do. Oh, you get the oh! I was just gonna mention that. Those are back out on there. Oh, isn't that nice? Now they did what I was talking about, Paul. They put the uh, yeah. They got a wider strap. Yeah. They, plus, so if anyone doesn't have video, they're not watching this. I just bought yeah. one of the new Big Woods Bucks belt packs, yeah, and you got the smaller, smaller one because I yeah. have the large one, the original. Yeah, that is yeah, that is a little too bulky for what we. Uh, yeah, that is nice, Paul. Hangs off the backside, the yeah. the big one. Yeah. I like that. I mean, it's, it served us well. You've yeah. got the same one that I bought. I think I bought you yours. I bought you both did. Of them you got the it for my time. birthday, and you gave it to me early. Yeah, before we went to deer camp. Yeah, my birthday's the uh, December seventh, and uh, you had given it to me. I think it was just before Thanksgiving week. Yeah. So. So actually, I got a video coming out on that. Yeah. It should be this week. I did yeah. a little a review and a comparison to the. Yeah. What I'll call the original Big Woods box belt pack, but you yeah. know, y- you bought us belt packs way back in the day. Yeah, I've got a couple of them. Yeah, and it really was a great idea. Yeah, it was, and those were simple. They were one compartment. Yeah, and yeah, the first one I bought was the Cabela's, and I still Blaze have orange. it. It's Blaze Orange, yeah. and it's uh, fleece. Fleece, you know. Yeah. But the 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 kicker was. There was a lot of belt packs on the market, but none of them that were really targeted towards like a, a northeast, right? Someone who's in a track deer, right? They were made out of nylon. They had a lot of pockets. They, you know, they love putting water bottle holders on all these belt packs for hunting. Yeah, and I have one of those, an LLB and they, one that has. If, uh, and you know, water. any anything that you have with open pockets, whether it's a jacket, yeah, that fills up with needles and stuff so quick, yeah. sticks. And uh, so when Big Woods Bucks back, I don't I forget how long ago, when they came out with the original one, I was tickled pink. I'm like, this is perfect. And uh, it wasn't, you know, there was some, like we talked about, there was some, not, I mean, nothing's perfect, but strap was a little thin. Yeah. 
hung up, hung up your backside. It was a little too oh. large for what I would use. Um, cause I don't yeah. carry that much gear. Um, but it worked well. And at the time I loved the fact that it had a GPS pocket in it. Yeah. This one doesn't have that. It doesn't. Does it? I, Cause I don't use a GPS anymore. Yeah. So that's what, I guess they call that the Nuna. I'm not sure what Nuna stands for. No. I guess it, I actually looked at it. It's, so it's Korean for big sister. Oh, yeah. Or old sister. I don't know. Yeah. I like the, I like the feel of it. It feels like good material, Paul. Feels like yeah, a, it's uh, a little different than the, the stuff that they had from Silent Predator. Yeah, and I like the size, and I I'll, like the... Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't care for the Silent Predator wool. Yeah. I didn't think it was the greatest yeah. stuff, but that... Yeah. that uh, So yeah, that'll be a little easier to tuck under the jacket, and I should have yeah. bought one for you. Uh, no, I'll, if I need one, I'll... Uh, that uh, probably... Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks for that one, and the bigger one is one hundred and thirty bucks. Yeah, the uh, I think mine was ninety five. When right around a hundred, we'll I, say it was we'll under. It was under a hundred. Yeah, I think it was ninety five. Was it? I couldn't remember if it was seventy five or I bought two yeah. of them, so I don't recall yeah. exactly what the price was. But yeah, they. I was happy with them, and yeah. there's nothing else really like that on the market. No, there's a bunch of. Like well, said, they designed get, it for the Northeast Tracker yeah. for what we do and stuff. And so, yeah, so yeah. that'll I just put some gloves in it just to fill it out. Yeah, yeah, give it some form. But yeah, I find you know I'm glad they're making them again because. Yeah. And boy, you don't see that very often, Paul. What's that? Made in the USA. I know. I wow. like that tag on there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for hundred bucks, it's it's reasonable. Yeah. Especially considering today's yeah. everything costs an arm and a leg. Yeah. I feel like you can't do anything nowadays for under a thousand bucks. No. Well, you're right. Everything's ridiculously expensive. Yeah. The price of everything is uh, through the roof. So they, they've got a, they've got the bigger one, which I think is basically the same size as that one. Exactly. And it the, has the one we have. The yeah, older one. Yeah, and it has yeah. shoulder straps and stuff yeah. like that. Which I and I've talked about this before. I don't like anything on my shoulders. Right. It, you pull up a gun, at least for me, I don't like, it just doesn't feel organic when I pick up a right a rifle and I have something on my shoulders. Plus, if you've ever tried to walk through the woods going under blowdowns and stuff with something on your shoulder, I, I don't know how people wear a backpack. Yeah. Tracking. And they do. Yeah. I don't know how. It just, it's a, to me, it's really annoying. Yeah. Same thing with the, uh, some of the guys that have, you know, YouTube channels that deer hunt, they'll have that kind of over the shoulder. I Oh, the camera? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I tried that one day. Yeah. I was 10 minutes and it yeah, ripped off in the, in the bushes. Yeah, you built I one. went under a, bl I mean, yeah. it's thick. You yeah. can get into some oh, pretty oh, oh my gnarly goodness. spots oh my goodness. We, chasing deer. We get into a place last year, the last, <laughs> the last day of muzzleloader. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if the rabbit could get through. There. You know, it's it's funny in Maine. It's one of those things where, you know, you look, you want to go with a straight line to your pickup or whatever, thinking it's the shortest one. You're like, I'm gonna, and it's amazing how animals in the woods can avoid. Yeah, they all know that stuff. They know. Holy smokes. They know the path through like, there. So you're walking towards. So you, you know, you turn on Onyx or GPS or whatever, and you're gonna go straight well, shot to your truck. It's just 200 yards. Uh, and the, maybe you look at Onyx and yeah. you think, oh, it looks a little thick there. So you start going through the woods and you're like, oh, that looks clear that way. And now, mind you, you're not 
really hunting at this point. Say it's close to dark and you're just, you know, trying to yeah, you're, beat you're feet marching out. out. So you look over and you're like, oh, that's that's a little open there. And then, you, oh, a little, little open there. I can go that way. Pretty soon it's almost like the woods close in around you. Yeah. And you end up, you run out of... And you look and there is no way forward. And you're like... Right, you look gotta, around and you there is no good way for i just gotta plow know. through yeah it. you just put your head down and yeah push so and i i guess probably a lot of people in their other parts of the country don't realize exactly how thick yeah the woods can be and you get those coniferous trees that they grow so thick at the bottom that there's yeah. not even any greenery yeah. it's just an entanglement of sticks yeah and you get into that stuff sometimes and you're like I just got to yeah. push through it. You don't and that's wanna, when... You don't want to go back what you just came from. Geez, and that's when... came through. God, you got something on your shoulders. So yeah. a backpack or a camera coming up over. It's hung up on yeah. everything. And we're not wide people. No. You no. know, we're, we're, no. we're fairly thin, so... Sometimes you're on all, all fours. Oh, yeah, I've knees. been on all fours many times. You tracking, to, tracking deer and you're wondering, well, how did they get through there yeah. anyway? With a rack, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next for uh, for scouting? I don't know, Paul. It, uh, I certainly wouldn't discourage anybody. Like I say, I, everybody likes to do what they like to do, and if they like to scout, that's that's great. Yeah, it can well, help I mean, you. Out. Well, I mean, so, so I think you know a lot of areas that you probably have to. I, I think a lot of people, if you read, yeah. they're hunting parcels of land. Maybe it's an eighty-acre block or something yeah. like that. Um, even around the house here. I, we live in a lot of agricultural. Yeah, it's an agricultural community. Um, I would say that deer can be very nocturnal. Yeah, and stuff around here is kind of a different beast. Yeah, in town, um, agricultural lands, but specifically talking like big woods, it's yeah, it it's not it's not important to be successful. Um, but it's important for your health and it's important for um, just getting engaged. Yeah. In in yeah. the deer season. So yeah. another thing with with uh as far as preseason stuff that probably I take more important than scouting is fitness. Yeah. Exercise. And I think yeah. it's something that gets commonly overlooked. And you know, it, especially if you're gonna track, it'll make it more enjoyable if you're in somewhat decent right. shape. Yeah, you right. watch people like the Benoits, they and they did it. Well, I honestly did it don't hard. know how they. I don't know how those they guys, because they certainly didn't look like they were in any type of shape to walk nope. ten or twelve miles, and when not, and that those ten or twelve miles are tough miles when you they get are. in the woods. And we were talking about the uh, not only the terrain but the uh, the thickness of the woods and stuff. Is yep. I don't know how, but they did it. Yeah, they had a will, I guess. Their their will Sometimes was greater than their mind can be powerful. Mm. Um, but it was something younger in my younger years. I neglected my fitness, and luckily, early on, I realized that you know I'd have a lot more enjoyable time if I took care of myself. Yeah, well, that prior to that point pays dividends in a lot more than just than just uh, you can go all week deer. long. Yeah. I, I don't get sore. Yeah. Um, so and you work out on a pretty regular. I do, but basis I don't do only. a lot of. I don't do enough cardio. I I do more. I do more anaerobic than aerobic. Yeah. So, but it does help. 
it does help. And oh, I can, of course. I can walk, and uh, your mom and I walk a little bit, you know, here and there. So, and I, I can walk fairly good. So, one thing that, and my, I mean, I work out on a regular basis. I love to run. Yeah. But, you know, do resistance training at least three days a week. But I love to run. And I know running's not the best thing, especially joint-wise and stuff like that. But it's something I really like to do. And prior to, especially coming up on our deer camp, that's kind of our grand finale. Right. And I, you know, really go all in deer camp week. And I kind of transition come November to a lot more running. Yeah. And I don't run outside. It's higher impact outside. I try to use a treadmill, treadmill with a padded deck. And I kind of transition to a lot more running. And then I will do a week before deer camp. And this is going to sound funny, but I won't do any, I won't log any extensive miles running, stuff like that. I'll just do stretching the entire week right. prior to deer camp. Well, and that would make sense, Paul. It's, your it's, your muscles will recover. Yes. Well, and you'll be fresh. And I, so when you get in the woods, it's, it's hard to explain to someone who doesn't walk through the woods. You can run, do all these different exercises. You're going to use a lot of weird muscles. Yeah. And I found that for me, and again, this is going to sound funny, but the week before I'll do yoga, like workouts. Yeah. A lot of balance stuff. Yeah. Where you're using those, you know, those twitch muscles, those stabilizer muscles in your ankles, your knees, your hips. And that's all I will do for my workouts that we do because I that week prior because I know come deer camp week, it's I'm gonna yeah. go really hard. Yeah. And yoga it, boy. What's that? I said yoga boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, okay, it was lacy that I used to fight that. We were yeah, doing work. Your, your wife's an OT, so she knows a lot. We about, were doing uh, right. So yeah. Yeah, I'm a I'm a man. I don't do yoga. Yeah. We were doing a workout <laughs> regimen, and she's like, "You're doing the whole thing." And I said, I'll do everything but the yoga. <laughs> and so we get I to do yoga. I do actually stretch and stuff. And I do yoga, Paul. I do yoga moves. I won't say that I yeah. do yoga, but I do some for my lower back, especially. That, so uh, we get to the yoga part of the workout routine that day. She's like, today's yoga. I'm like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and she bribed me somehow. And I was like, I'll, I'll try it. So I, and I did it and I did it committed. I'm like, I'm going to do it hundred percent exactly the way they, and I'll be honest, it kind of kicked my butt. Yeah. I was a wash of sweat. Yeah. But what sold me on it, and I used to make fun of it all the time, especially when she would do it. What sold me on it was how it improved all my other workouts. And she's big on stretching. And I know I don't have the patience to really sit down and take the time to stretch the way I should. And it 100% improved all my other workouts, yeah. like big time. And that's when the light bulb kind of went off. I was like, wow. So come come deer season, um, you can get in some pretty weird positions in the woods. And if I do yoga for a week straight, I can hold just about any position. Like You think you hear something and you're kind of all twisted out of shape. Right. You don't get all, your legs don't get shaky and, yeah. and tired. You it helps your balance tremendously yeah. kind of going in and under trees and around stuff. It really improves my hunting experience. So yeah, I kind of do a recovery week prior to deer camp Yeah, and I just do stretching yoga 
and it's it's phenomenal yeah um so if anyone you know at least do some stretching it, it'll improve if you're a deer tracker it'll allow you to get up the next day after logging all kinds of miles on weird terrain and the next day you won't feel like a rusted old yeah or just do it the benoit way you what think is you, it? Pe- pepperoni and mountain dew yeah if you're in the mountains you, you gotta, gotta drink, drink mountain, mountain dew, dew. We got a lot of Benoit quotes. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I I don't want to... You see a lot of workout regimens and stuff posted online, and it makes good for social media, but it kills me to watch some of these guys like, you know, Cameron Haynes and these guys that they oh, run. He's, he's extreme. They run with packs on their backs and stuff 100, like 100 that. 100 something pounds, and, I think he puts in. He puts a rock in there. You're... You know, like I said, it, and it, that's extreme. That yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Cameron's he, extreme. It's awesome he can do it. But you're you're borrowing from your future. You're you're on borrowed time. Yeah, you're, he's uh, he's up there in age now in his fifties. You're so. no matter how no matter how intense or how incredible you think you are, your joints can only take so much. Yeah, and I watch those guys who run with like a backpack on or carrying these heavy loads. And I just think, man, they're, they're going to pay for that someday. Yeah. I want to be able to walk when I'm yeah. 60 yeah. or 70. Yeah. And pretty high impact. Oh, so yeah. you just look at osteoarthritis. Um, obviously a big determinant of OA osteoarthritis is obesity. Mm. And, you know, if you, it's not just all wear and tear osteoarthritis. There's a metabolic component to it. But if someone's obese, like one thing that occurs is when you, your knees and your hips take a lot of the right. the trauma, the force. And anytime you come down on one leg, you know, it ends up being like 10 times the amount of force on right. that joint. So just, you know, so if you add, say, 10 pounds to your back, Let's say if it was five times the force on your knee or something like that, you're looking yeah. at 50 pounds of pressure being applied right. to the knee joint. Right. And it's going to catch up with you yeah. eventually. So it kills me to watch people yeah. with these heavy loads running and doing these yeah. high, even though they're in great shape. Um, yeah, eventually, they're, right. their joints are going to be demolished. And then you look at the mechanics of it too. Like Lacey will get big on, my wife's an OT. So she's big on on the mechanics of, you know, everything being even and balanced and right. And if things are out of whack, how they'll wear on one joint versus the other, put more strain on one side versus yeah. the other and stuff like that. So you're, you know, you're carrying a bag over your shoulder running, you're off kilter. Right. Lord knows what your gate's like. And yeah, yeah, it just, it's, it oh, kills me yeah. to watch that. So I try to minimize, you know, the high impact stuff. Cause I want to be able to do this for, a long time. Right. But into your sixties. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, well, I mean, look, I mean, there's no denying that if you look at like I said, it makes great reels and stuff on social media. But if you look at like, you know, division one athletes, for instance, mm. most of them when they're, you know, they've played high performance sports, top of their right. And you look at them when they're older, they're 
knee replacements, right? Shoulder replacements, arthritis through the wazoo. Yeah. And you're going to pay a price. I think of uh, my brother-in-law, Kenny. He played he, division one football. He, he played football. And uh, I think he said he had 16 knee operations. He said three knee replacements. And he said three knee replacements. And he only had later. two knees. So the, yeah. <laughs> so After a while, done twice. The, the operations just, uh, there was no more to be done and it was yeah. replaced. And uh, yeah, he's had three replaced. So yeah. they had so, to do one twice. So think about your future before you go out running with a, yeah. 50 pound back backpack on your back and yeah running through the woods but yeah. so yeah so exercise is you know preseason for me is yeah exercise is big and it both physically and mental fitness yeah there's a huge mental component to to deer hunting and yeah. keeping your mind sharp and in the game uh is good for anyone whether you're a stand hunter yeah a deer tracker a stalker um you know, if you can keep your focus, yeah, you're good to go. Well, is that pretty well cover? Yeah, scouting. So I guess yeah. in short, you don't need to scout to be successful, but it sure is fun. Yeah, it should. Yeah, like I say, you don't want to discourage anybody nope. if they like to do it. You... No, and I should clarify: you don't have to scout to be successful in big woods. Yeah, yeah. We other this, areas. This isn't Ohio. No, 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 no. It's... But it, it it's fun. It gets you in the gear scratches an itch yeah and just going through gear gets me yeah kind of yeah satisfies that itch of, of deer season but you're starting to see everyone stuff on social media and stuff everyone's starting to post stuff about yeah. deer hunting and, and getting yeah. ready kind of everyone kind of at the same time starts to get the same yeah same feeling yeah well like i say bear season is coming up i think yeah. and i kind of hate it because i don't want to rush summer summer they're short I don't, enough as it is up I, here. I don't want to rush as much as I love it, and I want it to get here. I don't want to rush it getting here because, my God, no, it's over so No, quick. I don't want to rush anything because, well, I'm almost yeah. 65, so we certainly don't want to rush our days away. No. So they go fast enough as it is right now. Yeah, they do. So, yeah. But anything else you want to? No, I can't think of, uh, I can't think of anything else. Other than shooting, shooting uh, a rifle, which I am really, I'm guilty of that, Paul, not shooting enough. No, and I've, I've kind of made a commitment, although it's a, it's a pellet gun with a scope and I've gone out and I've shot it just to be familiar with the mechanics, you know, trigger pull, holding it, you know, offhand. Well, you've got the perfect little gun for plinking to get ready for deer season. You've got a little twenty-two pump. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, uh, I haven't shot, but I. What was I that? Is that a pellet. Remington? Yeah, model one twenty-one Fieldmaster, yeah. I think. Yeah, an That's old, old old Remington pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bad thing about that is, I would have to go there again, get in the truck, and go to a place to shoot a gravel pit or whatever with with my pellet gun. You know, I just step back. step out the back of the camp yeah. and set a can up on the out back and and just work on shooting. Like I say, I do. I try to do the mechanics of it, the you know, the, the trigger pull and making sure. Yeah. Because I am really guilty of going through the entire year and maybe taking three or four shots to make sure the rifle's on. Yeah, I've been there. The week the week before the season starts, and you're you're not going to be a good 
good shot no. doing that. Doing you're three just, shots You're just year, not going to be. And I'm not. No. I'm not a good shot. And uh, you're going to lose some opportunities by, you know, neglecting that part of your yeah. your off-season program. So well, I'm, I wouldn't I'm say you're not that. a good shot. You, uh, last, not a, uh, last year you shot was a long ways away. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was off a maple tree. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't I, much I of a rest. Yeah, I can't. I can't make any claims to be a because uh, a deer track in Tupal, you're going to be shooting fast and offhand and yep. probably at a running target, and those yep. are those. That's a tough shot. It is. It, it is. certainly so you warrants you know doing some practice, muscle memory. Yeah, muscle. Unless memory. you have to think about. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I I haven't. I mean, I haven't really intended to hunt with that pump. Yeah. That I bought. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure I'd be fine with it. I'm yeah. sure I hunt with a semi-automatic, and that's what I've hunted with for well since I was 16, 15. Yeah. And you get I'm so used to it, so comfortable with it that you kind of are concerned anything else. Start making switches, and things are different. Even though yeah. the you know the 7600 has. Basically, the safety and everything else is in the same spot. Yeah, crossbar safety there. Running the pump. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm like 99.9% certain I wouldn't have an issue. But I just don't want to take a chance. on. Yeah. usually get one chance right. a year. And I don't want to yeah. take a chance of right. flubbing something up. Yeah. Because you, I, you I wasn't a, that familiar with the gun. Or, you can or put a lot of time and a lot of effort for one chance. And, uh, yeah, you don't yeah. want to. You don't want to mess it up. So I have a hard time taking out the the pump. I'll keep it as a backup in case yeah. something ever happens to to the semi-automatic. Yeah. I have something else to right because um, I'm also not one that I don't want to. I don't own a lot of guns. I don't want to own stuff I don't use. Right. I don't. I'm not a collector of things. So yeah. if I buy something, I, my intent is to use it. Right. And, and uh, right. It'd be more of a tool for me than just for right. me to say that I have something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the pump, I, I would love to use the pump, but I'm still a little yeah, trigger shy, I guess, to no pun intended. I guess, yeah, no, I guess the uh, the reason why, why would you change? You yeah. Know? Yeah. So. But it's good to have a backup at camp in case yeah. something were to happen Yeah, to, to the gun I have it. Because that's always been... It always sits in the back of my head sometimes when we were, we'd be at camp. I'd be like, boys, I don't have a plan B. Right. <laughs> if you had a fire and pin break or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm like, like I don't that. have. Yeah. I really should have something else here with me that. Yeah. You're right. And there's no reason not to. No. There's no, no reason you, not to. You to spend all year waiting for that week and let's right. say Monday, yeah, you broke a fire and pin yeah. or something weird yeah. happened to your gun. Be like, boys. Um, yeah gonna be throwing rocks an extractor fire and pin yeah yeah <laughs> had a deer the rest of the week yeah so, oh you would just come down and drive out and find something else yeah, yeah find another rifle to, to hunt with but yeah so we'll do some shooting here pretty soon too yeah but yeah we gotta get up to camp and you're putting a new kitchen in up to camp yeah i yeah, gotta come get... check I gotta check that out yeah we, we, we uh this and the, endless money pit <laughs> yeah uh it's a labor of love yeah 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 we we spend more time and money mom loves it she's like wow i want a new kitchen at home but yeah well we're that's, getting one at the camp well now we have we have the kitchen at the home at home 
half tore apart and we got a kitchen at the camp half tore apart. So I got two that are, <laughs> are well, you're retired. Are you get all half, kinds. A, half tore apart. So yeah, you get all kinds of time. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. No. The camp will be done before the, the home. So, yeah. It's going to be done by fall time. Yeah. My word. It'll, it'll be done. It'll be done. You've already made a lot of progress on it anyway. Yeah. So we'll yeah. have to get some pictures of it. Yeah. See how like I say, that's a labor of love. Yeah. The house is just well, a labor, but the, the camp is a labor of love. House is just At place. least for me. I don't know. Your mother, she, she probably feels a little different about it, but so. She doesn't listen to this, does she? I don't, th I don't know. I don't know if she's ever listened <laughs> to it. I think she does. Does so, she? Yeah. But well, we didn't say anything that's. No. No. She won't disown you. No. Any more than she already. Yeah. yeah. Already does. Oh, we're good. All righty. Yeah. Well, I guess that just about covers scouting, kind of how we do it. Yeah. Just for fun. Yeah. Nothing. It's enjoyable. Nothing too serious. Whenever you, you say that's it, it's it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching. If you made it this far, we appreciate it. So until next time, get outside. It's good for the soul. See ya. Yeah.